like I'm in the in the presence of of royalty, right? I feel like I'm in the of presence medical. of. <laughs> <laughs> I said of medical. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, we have Mr. Julian King in the building. Let's let's get his round of applause popping. Uh, thanks. He's like he's like the third celebrity I've 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 met. <laughs> right, man. I'm just a regular guy. Yeah, you still you're a regular guy. I am. Well, I am. well, for those who aren't familiar with Mr. <clears throat> Julian King, we are going to read his bio, right? And I seen Beauty and the Beast in the bio, so that piqued my interest because I'm a <laughs> I'm a fan of stage plays, and my love for stage plays happened in middle school, just like his. Right. He grew up singing in a choir, but it wasn't until his middle school production of Beauty and the Beast that he really fell in love with the energy of the stage. He went on to attend the well-known Philadelphia High School for Creative and Performing Arts, Kappa. also known as Kappa, correct? Yeah, Kappa. No doubt, no doubt even though it's not like it all, but I digress, with the focus <laughs> on vocal performance, which he continued through college. After being in the rut for a few years, he jumped on the opportunity to move to China for a nine-month hotel singing tour. China was life-changing for Julian, and he ended up being a contestant on The Voice. Yeah. He now has his album, Made in China, out now on all platforms, correct? Yes, yes. Oh, man, it's a pleasure yeah. to be... Run the round of applause back, man. Run the round of applause back. I think that's the only sound that we got. We're going to have to work on getting some more sound of them. You know what I mean? Just for, especially for people like you, Julian, who, <laughs> <laughs> who are doing Crazy. dope things. Um, so, again, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, man. No, no doubt. No doubt. It's, it's always cool to know dope people, right? And so we have a mutual friend, uh, Crystal. And, you know, I was in a little... I was in a rut too, right? Because trying to figure out who was going to come on for nine o'clock because, you know, an amazing person had canceled, but they'll be here next week. Right, right. And so she was like, oh, let me hit Julian. I was like, okay. Right. And so yeah. <laughs> hit him right after that, within a few minutes, he was like, yo, I'm down. Right. Be there right at nine o'clock. I was like, Crystal, is he going to give me the 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 uh the, the bougie celebrity nine o'clock which is really like ten fifteen or is he gonna be oh, here no, is no, he no. gonna be here at nine it's just like nah he on point he on point he gonna be here at nine so again thank you Julian thank for you for having me through. man for sure yeah so That's I always up. like to start with who is the individual right who who is the man Julian King because I I can read the bio and it all bios are supposed to sound great. Right, right. that's supposed to sound amazing. I'm supposed, to, you know, you see Beauty and the Beast, like, yo, that resonates, right. right? But we don't really know the person behind the bio, and I think that's one of the reasons why I have you here is because, again, I'm concerned about the person behind the bio. Like, right. we are gonna get into the music aspect of it because I know that's a big part of your life. But when I ask you who was Julian King, right. what would your response be? Uh, <clears throat> really high key, Julian King is an Aquarius. All like to the T. Um, I love animals, uh, but my favorite pastime is just being in the house. Whenever I get, do get a chance to just chill, I chill. I travel a lot for work. Okay. Um, so a good day to me is like Martin or the Parker's Marathon, cooking in the house, some shrimp and grits, like just chilling. Um, I'm my ve My person is very like usually quiet, calm, and collective. I'm very personable, so I feel like the two get uh, confused because I don't mind socializing. I don't mind talking to people, even people that I don't know. But on a regular, I'm very, like, chill. And just, yeah. 
you know, calm. And and a lot of people, like, when people see me on stage, it's like, oh, you give so much. Like, people think I have this big personality, which I do. Don't get me wrong. If, if we ever go to the bar, we're going to have a great time. But on the normal, I'm, like, playing Xbox at the house, just really quiet, low-key. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you always been that way? Uh, for as long as I can remember. I mean, I have a really big family, so it's very easy to kind of get not lost in the sauce, but kind of lost in the sauce. Yeah. Uh, we all sing, we all dance, we all like have these amazing talents. So a lot of times I kind of just chilled. My brother was a basketball star when I was younger. Um, and then I had a little sister. So I was kind of like playing the middle kid card for a, yeah, a yeah. long time. Um, and I kind of used music as my outlet to kind of open myself back up. Okay. Okay. That is Mr. Julian King, yeah. recording artist, recording superstar. Right, because we listen, man. We we we, it, it's real. It's real. You chuckle, right? But it's just like, yo, if you could, I look at anybody who can put out a piece of content, a piece of creative content, where they're showing themselves and giving of themselves and giving everything that they have into that, man. Listen, you a superstar. The Thank world you, might man. not recognize it yet, right? We like you might you got a lot of Twitter, uh, uh, Instagram followers. You know what I mean? Like a cold fifty thou. Right, I might have to get some point. I might have to start singing so I can, you know, learn how you do it. But nah, you know, you're definitely a superstar in your own right, that, and deserve to be celebrated. Thank you um, for that because we know that there are other options out there, mm. right? That brothers are choosing to trying to find, um, for first find out who they are, but to, to find um, a way to validate their existence. Right. Right. And so with you, I, I know music has been a, a big part of your life. Um, when did you really fall in love with the art of it? With the art of like this whole artist thing or just kind of like just, Well, general? first, first music, right? I mean, I, I grew up in church and uh, my grandfather kind of started this whole lineage of singers with all of us. Um, and just I, in church, I was just doing what I was supposed to be doing, you know? Uh, on the praise team, on the choir. And I enjoyed it because it was what we all did. But it wasn't until, like, right before I went to Kappa, like the year mm. before, I was like, yo, I think I... Call me crazy, but I think I really want to do this for a living. Yeah. Um, and then I only got accepted to three high, the three high schools. I was already at Masterman, so I got in. I got in Central, and I got into Kappa. So it was like one, two, three. Yeah. And I chose Kappa and never really turned my back since. Yeah. So how how was that um in letting so was that solely your decision in going to Kappa or yeah. did your family your family agree? No, nah, so my brother was at Central. He was on a basketball team, two six five. Um and I was really close with Doctor Pavel because of him. And then I was already at Masterman and I actually wanted to be a veterinarian before all of this. Mm -hmm. So I was gonna just stay at Masterman, go to Columbia study marine biology and then get a job at somebody's zoo yeah. and just end up singing to animals or something <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, Dr. Doolittle and bad, then huh? it was like the minute I thought about going to Kappa because of the musical, the Beauty and the Beast and the Wizard of Oz, I kind of just was like, yo, I think I want to do this. And at Kappa, that's when it kind of like really started to, I got to shape like what I wanted to do. And I started trying everything, acting, dancing, uh, I learned how to play piano there, singing, you know, it really kind of helped me find my niche as to what I wanted to do. Okay. Cool, cool. That is Mr. Julian King, recording artist. Now, now I guess I'm trying to get at, was there any resistance from everybody? I know you said you came from a musical family. Yeah. Um, but we see so often with a lot of 
with a lot of um you know people in the in the music business and they talk about their upbringing or what have you there was right. people who were like no you you shouldn't do this you shouldn't go that route and so with you being in the musical family um i would think that might be different but it was a little different like for for my family it kind of was my mom and my grandparents they've been very understanding with like my grandfather used to be in a funk band when he was younger mm. so he's been to the grammys he's done it all um and he kind of understood once he kind of saw a few of us like oh i think he might be trying to get into music or i think he might be trying to blah 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 um they were very understanding i think for them it was kind of just like we know the industry so we know how difficult it can be with influences we also know how difficult it can be just to succeed and they wanted to make sure that my spiritual well-being was intact mm. before all you know my grandfather and my grandmother have always just been about choices and life is all about choices the people you choose to hang around the energy you choose to put yourself around so they just want to make sure that wherever i go in this life that i'm solid and that i choose to be around great energy because that's what's going to help me make the best decisions you know yeah 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 but for my family they've always been very very supportive i remember having a conversation with my mom and she would kind of just like okay julian like please understand that this is a lot of work and you know long as you're willing to put the work in and i see you putting the work in i'm gonna support you yeah i never really had like that cousin that was like nah you shouldn't really do that shit because you ain't gonna really that like you know i've never so i'm sorry focus i never uh i never had that so yeah. i you know i'm blessed because i've had that support system which is probably why i've continued mm -hmm. um thus far um and it kind of has helped with my story because they're always there every yeah. time i turn i did the thanksgiving day parade uh with six abc and disney and my mom and my sister were right there yeah. the entire time you know so that's dope that's yeah. dope that is mr julian king recording artist extraordinaire i'm gonna just keep throwing out different <laughs> ways to describe you out, out here in these streets man, Thank you, man. Uh, so that's that's great because i often hear um, you know, again, when I hear, you know, other recording artists and, you know, they're talking about, especially when they're coming from the church and they're getting into right. that worldly music, right, right, right. right, that it could be kind of a, a difficult transition and it might cause them to rebel, but you've never, you didn't have to rebel in that way. Yeah. I mean, I think for two, from two ways, one, like a spiritual way to look at it is that we're, it's like a workshop, you know, we're born and we're built and we're full of all of these things to go out and touch people, you know? Yeah. So I was just using what came natural to me to touch a bunch of people and have conversations with people who don't look like me and don't talk like me and maybe not even believe the same thing. Yeah. And then also my grandfather came from the same, like he did this. So it was more so like, I understand because you have this gift and you want to be able to use it outside of the church. You know, yeah. a lot of times people get stuck in those walls. Okay. okay. And I feel like, everything that I've been a part of, like I've met some amazing people. I've had great conversations with people from all over the world <laughs> and yeah. I wouldn't trade that for anything, you know? Yeah. 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 That's, that's dope. Um, how was that? Just that Kappa experience? Um, Kappa, man, I was just having this conversation yesterday. Um, if I could, <laughs> I was asked if I could do high school or college or what would I do? And I honestly would do high school over again. Like Kappa for me was I, now I had a very, very, very unique situation. Uh, my uncle was already at Kappa before I went there. So I kind of got grandfathered in with a few relationships, but I was also 
the vocal major who was a dance minor who was in all the musicals all of the black history shows i did the morning announcements the afternoon announcements i was on student council i was on bible study group I, you know i was i was like mr mm -hmm. kappa um i had great relationships with all the students and all of the faculty um i never had any problems getting any letters of recommendations or anything like i kind of had a very very unique uh you know situation my freshman year boys and men came back Second year, did a commercial with Jasmine Sullivan. Mm. My third year, The Roots came back. It was like, it was unheard of. Yeah. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it because I was like, wow, God, like this is exactly what I said I wanted to do. And I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, I still have some of my closest friends that I talk to from Kappa. And it really, really taught me discipline. It taught me hard work. It taught me how to apply myself because um, I had to apply myself both academically as well as creatively. Um, and then it pushed me, you know. I remember getting there super early just to do the announcements. I was staying later to do the other announcements. Then I had rehearsal with the choir. Then I had rehearsal with the dance department. Then I had this and that. And it kind of, I didn't realize that I was kind of preparing myself for what my life would look like yeah. when I got older. Um, so it was great practice. And I had some of the greatest teachers. And my experience was A1. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. That is Mr. Julian King. And we who is a recording artist, an amazing recorder, recording artist, born and raised in Philadelphia. Yes. Now, now question, um, during this period at Kappa, you know, I know you said you were involved in a lot, had a lot of things going on. You loved yeah. your experience there. Um, but it does say, it sound like it was, you know, taxing, oh, right? Very, and it could very. be taxing. Mentally and emotionally, how would you describe your experience there? Did you have any moments where you might have felt, felt overwhelmed. And if so, yeah, how did you deal I mean, with it? I broke a lot. Oh, um, wow. And not a lot of people knew, but I broke a lot because I was always the vocal major that was hanging out with dancers. Or I was like the dance minor. Like, it was like I didn't really have a solid pocket of like friends. So I spent a lot of time alone, uh, whether it be because of rehearsals or shows or just because of like people were trying to put me in a box and I wasn't really allowing it. Mm. Um, it wasn't like, had it not been for some of my relationships with the faculty members that I probably would have like hung it up, but I pressed on, you know, it was, it's, it's very difficult when you're trying to chase something for the first time. You don't really know what to expect. You're trying to figure out what avenue i didn't know whether i wanted to be an african dancer whether i wanted to be a straight actor whether i wanted to be a choir singer you know um and trying to balance all of those things all at one time plus my academics plus commuting back and forth plus trying to figure out you know because it was a lot of pressure uh just from people around me because of the position that i kind of was in the school and then also my family is like all right well all right it's junior senior year like what are you doing? Yeah. You know, because yeah. you've had your fun. You've tried this. You've tried that. Now it's like, what's next? Yeah. You know, yeah. so it was difficult at times because I was balancing a lot. Like I wasn't just going to school, going home. I was like just ripping and running. Yeah. And then with all of the like, it takes a lot to cultivate just one art form mm -hmm. imagine doing multiple at the same time having to go to outside dance studios outside vocal lessons travel this and this like and, and then i'm doing all of this 
on the bus on the subway i was working at sesame place as a dancer during high school so i had to go all the way out in long langhorn yeah. on the r3 like just unheard of it took me like two and a half hours to get there on septa and i still did it you know and i kind of was like that's what kind of took me away from church a little bit because i had to work on the weekends mm. so I'm working on the weekends. I'm exhausted. I mean, I'm Burt, Cookie, Telly, like sweating my behind off. Then I'm going to school and I'm like doing all of these shows. And so it just was a lot. Yeah. And that's a lot for anybody, but especially for a 15, 16, 17, 18 year old, that's a lot. Yeah. Wow. That is Mr. Julian King recording, uh, recording artists. And, and what I'm hearing is like, I feel like I can hear the 15, 16, 17-year-old yeah. Julian in the midst of that, yeah. right? Because that's what happens when we have these experiences when we're younger and we start to recount them. Mm -hmm. It's just like it's that same feeling and emotion that we were experiencing then, right? And so that, it just goes to highlight that, you know, we just learn how to cope with situations and deal with situations like like you and, and you know, the hectic schedule that you had, the pressures that mm -hmm. you had, um during that time period that that we never really get over it we just learn how to deal with it right. but i i was just sitting there listening i could just hear the passion right yeah. i could hear the passion I, I feel like everything in my life has kind of prepared me for the next chapter yeah and there was this one moment i distinctly remember like i used to work at apple um up in king of prussia in willow grove and i was still i didn't have a car at the time still so i was like on the bus and subway and i was right at that uh Wissahickon bus station and it was freeze. It was like maybe 25 degrees. I was already on my third bus by then. And I was like, I'm in college at this point. Mm. And I like broke down crying. I'm like, yo, this is like not fair. This is not fair. And at the time in college, I went to the University of the Arts. I was working at Apple. I was teaching dance classes, vocal lessons, and I was commuting back and forth. I was a recording Academy Grammy U rep. Like I was doing the most yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, something has got to give. Like you need to make a decision now as to whether this is going to be it. And I'm so glad that I didn't like I broke, but I didn't fold. Yeah. I just broke and I was able to kind of like get over it. Because had I not kept going, I wouldn't have done anything that I accomplished yeah. very shortly afterwards. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times we don't really know or notice that we're being prepared for the next chapter yeah. until we're in the next chapter. And we look back like, yo, I think, you know. Heavy, heavy. That is Mr. Julian King, recording artist, who who's talking about his moment of clarity, something that we all go through at some point. And it seems that he 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 took heed to his that he listened to his and it helped prepare him and shape him and mold him sure. again it you know he might have gotten knocked down right but again we get back up we get back up just a little bit stronger right just a little bit a little bit stronger i can't help it my bad julia i be having to throw my therapist hat off i swear i'll be trying to take it <laughs> off you know what i mean but it's i think it's, it's so intriguing when you when you meet creatives people mm -hmm. creative people um and this is a creative thursday if you did not know and i feel like like i could get you to answer the the random stuff yo right, so right, right, right. so what about your album but it's just like yeah that's cool we're gonna get to that no nah, I, en I, I enjoy honest conversation yeah man because i think it, it makes people connect to you mm -hmm. right and that's what really this is all about people connect and they could connect to your music but i think 
um, when we do interviews, it's it's so imperative that we we ask those questions. Like I asked about Kappa, because now it was just like, all right, yeah, we went to Kappa, you know, singing, dancing, doing all this, cool. But now it's like, yo, you know, this brother is resilient, right? This brother um, is is vulnerable, right? We start this, we start to see again past what we're known for and have and he has honest experiences too yeah. like i think a lot of times people associate this big success or things that are really good in your life with like invincibility um and there's a there's a, a certain aspect of invincibility when it comes to pushing forward but you know i'm still human if yeah. you cut my arm i'm gonna bleed just like anyone else so yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy honest conversation and i appreciate you know, going to interviews where we have honest conversation because we could, you could read on Twitter the little facts. About, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. It, it reminds me of this this commercial in the Super Bowl, right? And are we boycotting football? So I don't know. No, uh, no? okay, we got a one no over there. So we we gotta we gotta bring you your membership up at as the, if anybody ever was. Don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> if you if you were watching, you're still watching. If you weren't. You still aren't. There's nothing changed about that. Well, you like, know what? I don't watch the first or the fourth quarter, right? Because I'm a boycott that. I'm just gonna watch the middle. So I feel like I'm doing my part, right? Salute the cat first and fourth, and then I get to watch the Eagles play. But I digress. I digress. So again, we have Mr. Julian King here, who who went to Kappa, and we were just discussing his schooling experience. And you know, he said during his college days, he he had a you know, I don't want to say a come to Jesus moment. I think that's kind of cliche, but just just an epiphany, like that moment of clarity, that tipping point that a lot of us will, that we, when we get it when we're young, we we might ignore it. So so why did you lean into it instead of saying, you know what, forget it, I'm hanging it up? But you leaned into what was taking place and what you were experiencing and feeling. I feel like. I was stuck in I was stuck between do it or not do it. And I had already spent at that point four or five years of my life in it and I'm like, this is something that I don't have to think about. It feels natural performing and singing and all of these things, it just comes natural. And I don't know what else I'd be doing that would give me the same kind of satisfaction or fulfillment as what I'm doing now. Yeah. But the um, aminals. But the what? But the, I was saying the animals, but the animals. Which is, I mean, the animals are still there, and they're going to still be there. And I hope one day that I could still be involved with animals in somehow, some way. I mean, in my spare time now, I go to the ASPCA on Erie Avenue, and I will go and I will help get nice. dogs and cats adopted. Just on, like, randomly. Anytime, you you might go on my IG story, and I have, like, 25 dogs just like, yo, please, somebody come get them. Yeah. And it actually has started working. So, like, little things like that are impactful to me. Volunteering at the Philadelphia Zoo is impactful to me. And in any way that I can, I love to, you know, do that. But Yeah, yeah. That is Mr. Julian King, recording artist. We love the animals. I, wait, the we, animals. We, we, well, it depends on the animals. What's your, what's your favorite animal? Let me guess. Can I guess? But. <clears throat> You so might. you've been here about 31 minutes. I'm going to give you, I think you already said, no, I ain't going to guess it. Uh, but I'm going to say like a cat. You seem like a cat person to me. That's interesting. My favorite animal may have a very similar attitude as a cat. Hmm. Wow. That's a... <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> throw my pants off. I do like cats. Okay. I, I didn't before. You I prefer cats them. over dogs? No, I prefer dogs over cats. My man. And I prefer like big dog huskies. Like he just German said Shepherds. that he oh, had twenty five dogs that he was trying to get adopted. Why yeah. you would think that he likes the cats over the dogs? Well, not only to defend Phil on this point, it's a matter Tell of him. the adoption process. Exactly. Just, no, he dogs very he specifically said that he had. I think all he was more so saying about story. just like vibe because and, and that's yeah. the, that's the vibe yeah. that i get i normally know cat people like you don't strike me as like the <laughs> big they, they dog try to shoot you some bail i've had cool. two cats uh one's named trunks from dragon Ball Z and another <laughs> easy <laughs> okay <laughs> are, are they still with you uh no i'm for, i rehomed them okay oh. okay talk about pop culture yeah but close <laughs> yeah, right. close my favorite animal is close to that Wait, what is it it's an elephant oh huh. i can see that i love elephants because of their just calm gentle nature yeah they're so majestic um i really love mammoths so like they're the closest thing to it yeah um they're super smart super intelligent they stick together they have a great memory they travel great distances they are just awesome yeah (laughs) Yeah. i I love them so much yeah that's dope yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. dope I, it, it threw me off it threw me for a loop now now speaking of going great distances like how did this going to china come about man i i remember like at the time of my life everything kind of was just spiraling down i just uh split from my management i just lost my school job my apartment lease was about to be up like mm. everything was just like what in the world um and I got a Facebook message from this company that they like hire musicians from all over the world and they put you in bands and then you go and you perform. And I mean, in really nice places, Abu Dhabi, uh, China, Jakarta, all over and Singapore. Mm. And I remember I was like, Ooh, I was like in the in between, like, if I do it, I got to make a decision quick because they need me to leave in like less than three weeks. And I did it. Yeah. At the time, I felt like I needed kind of just time to just figure out a lot. And it wasn't necessarily like I thought I was maybe going over there for a job to travel and, oh, Julian King's overseas. But I realized very shortly after being over there that it wasn't really about the music. It was about like my interpersonal development Mm. mentally spiritually all of that um and that's why i felt it no better way to name the album other than made in china because i credit my time there um as to a lot of who i am today and the space that i walk in the confidence that i have now i was confident before and i was still doing but there were aspects of myself that i just didn't maybe fully understand or I, I needed to kind of like get away from everything and that I knew and everyone that I knew and kind of just ask myself questions like who are you like what do you want what kind of music do you want to put out what kind of energy do you want to be surrounded by what are you not going to deal with anymore what do you want to do what do you want what do you don't want all of those things and I had nothing but time to think about it because <clears throat> you figure when I was performing before like I was on total opposite time schedules. So it's 9.36 p.m. here. It was 9.36 a.m. there because I was working until 2 a.m. there. I wasn't waking up until like maybe 10, 11, 12, but then everyone here is asleep. So my, my 
talking to family and friends. Like, if I woke up, I talked to them. Or if I, like, tried to talk to them before I went to go sing, then I could. But otherwise, I was alone. So I had nothing but time to just think. Um, The first few months were very, very, very depressing. And that's just the God honest truth. I was away from family. Mm -hmm. All the holidays, like Thanksgiving in China. Just think about that. That that was not it. Sound like a lot of rice. And salute to my to our Asian brothers and sisters. Honestly, I remember Thanksgiving. I had like a whole bunch of fruit, and I had like some duck and lobster, and like it was it was cute, but it wasn't like what I really wanted. Um, And I was just like, "Yo, this is not like what in the world." And the same thing happened on Christmas and New Year's, and then my birthday, and I'm like, "Yo, all right, something's got to give." And then I had another kind of like switch in china i was like i'm here for a year i need to make the best of it stop making an excuse for like you're not going anywhere you're you signed a contract you're on tour so you're not going anywhere how can i make the best of it Mm -hmm. and that's when i started like it just changed overnight i started learning chinese mandarin i started learning uh, portuguese i adopted a puppy during chinese new year I was volunteering at the dog shelter over there. I was going to Brazilian nights on Mondays uh, at this place called Hoolies. Like, I started branching out and meeting other foreigners. I was hosting a spades night for all the black people in my city every two weeks. Like, yeah. I was like, yo, I need to start yeah. making the best of it. And that's when I started having the most fun. Oh, man. But I learned some very valuable lessons in those first few months. And then after that, it was like, man, I was kind of sad when I left. Yeah. And I still talk to a very few of my friends, you know, one of my African friends, one of my Brazilian friends. But, like, other than that, you know, we're two totally different worlds now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's okay, you know. Some people are in your life for a season. And it was a great season. Facts, you know? facts. No, that's a, that's a great point. Some people are all in your life for a season. And, and those are wise words from Mr. Julian King, whose album Made in China is out now on all platforms. Make sure you go and stream it. Uh, it's so interesting that you that you you talk about your your time in China because I was sitting there listening and I was just like, you probably it might be the first time in a long time you just you got to just be right. You got to be. It was like the pressures of you know having to to live up to whose ever expectations might have even been your own right. Yeah. Um, these lofty expectations, because because again, when I think about my high school days at Lankanal, uh, completely different than going to Kappa, right? Our thing was college preparatory. You know, some people went, some people didn't, but it wasn't honing this particular skill that you had to do over and over again. And um, you know, so those pressures were different. And it, it sounds like like China was one of those moments was, was so important to you because you finally got to be. Yeah. Ye- yesterday was um was Wellness Wednesday and I was taking questions related to mental health and somebody asked, you know, how or where can I find peace? And it was just like, yo, you can't find peace in different places. Yes, you can go to different places, right? Mm-hmm. But ultimately that peace has to be within, mm-hmm. right? And so you can go to the mountains like like DJ Frosty Phoenix had had mentioned yesterday, right? But within that, going to the mountains, still, it's not the mountains, it's you. And everything you need is within. And so when I hear you talk about China and your experience, you are able to find peace because you you started to find that within. Uh Is that that an accurate assessment? And that's when it, that's when it, 
that's when it changed for yeah. me. And I, like, I think, I think about my time there all the time now. And I'm like, yo, I'm so glad I kind of like punched myself in the face and got myself together, or else I kind I would have just literally wasted an entire year of my life just being upset and trying to make excuses as to why I was upset instead of just learning from the experience. You know, a lot of times I think that we are placed in different position, different positions, and we don't take a second to like, okay, why am I here? What do I need to learn from this chapter of my life? How can I learn from the people that are around me? There's something that you know that I don't. There's something that she knows that I don't. Like, how can I make this work so that when this is over, I can go back to where I came from even better, Yeah, you know? And I started doing that, and I like, started learning languages and like I was like yo this is wild and I kind of talk about it on the last track uh, which is called Made in China title track yeah um, just kind of like reflecting on my experiences in China and I'm like it was one of the greatest times I had in my life and I met some of the nicest people yeah and I had great conversation with people of all different walks all yeah. different genders religions everything um, and it just made me a more well-rounded person i i feel like i understand people on a different level now because i met people like a lot of times we have these views of our lives and these things that we believe and that's it yeah but there's other people in the world who believe what they believe they grew up the way they grew up and just because theirs is different from yours it doesn't mean that you're right and they're wrong or they're right you're wrong it's just yeah. like tolerance and respect and that's kind of like the vibe that i'm with now i love just tolerance and respect and inclusion for every and anyone you know we're we're because we're because we're human right? right and we you know it's a right you know we do de we deserve this absolutely you know what i mean that is mr julian king whose album made in china is out now when we get back we will be discussing his album and and hopefully i don't know how you feel you think you could sing a few bars could we throw a beat on and freestyle maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe. That, that, that's how you feel it <laughs> so so we're gonna get into into julia so now we you're back from china right you're back from china i am you're you're moving forward with your with your career you're feeling reinvigorated and then at what point does the voice happen two weeks after i got back from china where okay okay yeah i was i remember i was just home chilling and i got a instagram message and the crazy part is i auditioned for the voice the summer before and that was like the last straw because I I'd done everything else yeah. X Factor AGT, just all, everything the four all of it yeah and it didn't work out so when they messaged me I'm like yo this is like come on man but I was like I have nothing to lose so I'm gonna just go yeah. and little did I know the head honcho remembered me and I was her favorite one from New York City. Mm. And I'm on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and what year was that? Um, I auditioned back in summer when I got back, in eighteen, two thousand eighteen. Okay. It's a long process before you get like up to the genre. Yeah. Um, and I auditioned in June, and it was kind of like a back and forth thing, back and forth thing, and then I made it to the audition. Word, word. So I'm sure it was it was probably a a, a dope experience for you. Being it honest. was, it was. I think a lot of people have these weird 
opinions about the show and i'm like yo half of y'all have not even been a part of it so how would you ever know yeah um i met some incredible people like lifelong friends uh made a cute coin <laughs> like i met john i met adam i met kelly blake yeah um and i was on tv like i had nothing to lose i had only everything to gain so it was an experience and while yeah maybe like the whole competition aspect i don't like that i don't like when uh people put art forms against each other like a competition yeah. just because i feel like art is subjective and like what works for you does not work for me what works for me might not work for you you know um and we're all doing this together it doesn't make any sense as to why there's like this you know and then tv and voting politics and things get involved and then it's like you sitting there double thinking something that you know you're good at yeah it's a pageant mm -hmm. it becomes a pageant at, mm -hmm. at that point. i don't know how girls do pageants but yeah. i yeah I, like i'm glad i did it though because I was exposed to a lot. I learned so much. Yeah. And I'm constantly looking for ways to learn. So yeah. it was a great learning experience. Um, would I do it again? Maybe. Like, it was, and especially now, on the other side of the fence of knowing how to go about these things, probably. Yeah, yeah. Dope, dope. That is Mr. Julian King, whose album, I think you might have to change it into Mr. Julian King, because <laughs> the way I keep saying it. Uh, whose album Made in China is out now available on all streaming platforms. Yes. So, so tell us about the album. Um, the con again, clearly the concept behind it is, is just about you know your experience in China and how that influenced you. So, tell us a little bit about the music. So, <clears throat> I kind of wanted to come from a different angle. Uh, it's very easy to say, "I miss you," "I love you," "I hate you." But how can I say those things in a way that um, kind of makes people think and says what I want to say, but just differently, which is a lot like a lot of my favorite artists do that. Mm -hmm. The greats, Prince, Michael Jackson, all of these greats do it. Um, and I kind of wanted to, I had been so in touch with my roots over the year before I was around real Africans and like real Asians. So I felt like, you know, so close to who I am. Yeah. And so I just started writing. I started thinking like over that year that I was telling you guys that I had to think about who I was and the energies and all that stuff. Um, I just started talking about things that maybe I, hadn't before or just I wanted people to kind of feel me on a different level um I the project I released in 2015 sing for you it was great it was very introductory though so and I feel like people maybe didn't get the best idea of like who Julian was mm. but if you listen to these records you kind of can hear my heart and yeah. you can hear where I'm, I'm coming from you know yeah. so I like a lot of the songs are different aspects of my life like there's a song called 24 hours and it's about the fact that being an artist is hard to date because i'm traveling back and forth all the time and it was really about like being on tour in china um and then you meet someone and it's like yeah my flight leaves tomorrow at 11 a.m mm. so we got 24 hours how can we make the best of this yeah you know like let's go rock climbing let's go hiking let's go do something that we're both going to remember for the rest of our lives and then you know we can do some other stuff and then i'm gonna leave you're gonna leave and then life is good you know yeah 
um, I have a song called Rebound, which is not what, maybe what you think it is. It's just really talking about like, what does it mean when you're lied to? What does it mean when you know that it's not true? How do you rebound? Do you sit around and act like a wimp or do you get yourself together and yeah. like, you know, keep going? So it's little angles. Yeah. It's, I'm talking about the same things that people talk about in conversations and in other songs, just a little differently. Yeah, and we're not, we're not gonna give them too many more names of the songs because we <laughs> want them to go on their, their respective um, streaming platforms so they can, they can find out. Um, and listen and stream and, and tell your friends and family or what have you that Mr. Julian King is here, man. He's he's here. He's confident and he's he's ready. Yeah. He's, he's he's ready probably. And I and I, I feel that from you. You know what Thanks, I mean? Man. I feel that that you're that you're ready probably more than you've ever been. I got some really exciting stuff coming up. That's well. Let the people know how can they get in contact with you? Uh, well, they can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at it's Julian King, but. Uh, I am at the MGM National Harbor doing a Motown show, which is, that stage is legendary. If any, anyone knows MGM, um, you know that it carries weight. Also, I am joining the Jimmy Lee Tour with Rafael Sadiq, and I'm opening up for him at the Fillmore here on February 12th. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, and then the very next day, I'll be in New York City at SOBs with uh, MTV and Making the Band. They're having this like little showcase at SOBs and a whole bunch of like execs and people will be in the house there um and then i'm gonna be back at mgm the very following weekend <laughs> oh man listen <laughs> a lot listen, of cool stuff listen make sure you you stream the brother of mr julian king's album made in china it's been a pleasure man thank you man it's, it's been a pleasure i'm gonna make sure you know I, i'll give you some tunes i i got my three months free on spotify renewed you know what i mean so use another email address <laughs> so i'm ready I'm, I'm i'm ready for it Listen, it's been a great show. It's it's been yeah. a great show and I think that it's been it's been capped off by by Julian King in, in his interview. And I think if you haven't learned anything from, from this entire this entire uh uh episode here on Creative Thursday, it's just listen, man, you, you gotta figure out self. Yep. You got you have to, whether it's George Cephas who was who was they he says laid off. No, he was freed, right? He he found freedom. He found freedom to figure out who he was so he can write this book or whether it's Julian King who had to go to China to, to find this inner peace that he brought back with him. And now that's just with him on a daily basis. We owe it to ourselves. We do, man. We, we owe it to ourselves when we talk about being creative. We owe it to ourselves to see what we're good at, to see what we're not good at. We have to take chances. Yes, it may, it may frustrate people. Yes, we may experience bouts of depression, anxiety as a result. But as I always say, man, you're, you're built for it. We're built for it. We didn't get here to this day in our lives by luck. No way. Right. No way. No how. Again, we're resilient. We're amazing. And I appreciate y'all.